Can hey, everybody. I can take my shoes off. Okay. Hopefully, they don't. Is that a thing? Should I? No, oh, you don't have to. You dropped your, you dropped your lipstick. Oh, that's okay. Um, that's what's up, everybody? It's Kevin Humphrey with the Digital Legacy Podcast, and we're here with Roxanne. Hi. And our new friend, Jess. Hello. And so, for those of you that listened to uh, the podcast a couple weeks ago with um, Haley, uh, she was mentioning a trainer that she works out with and said a bunch of awesome things about Jess, and so I immediately was like, hey, let's get her on. So we reached out, talked with Jess, and Jess said, yeah, let's go. So Happy to be here. Yeah. This is so such a on. cool place. Yeah. I'm still like, I feel like I'm like in something important. You are. <laughs> you are. You're yes. in a very important right. space. Yeah, a creative space. Yeah. Um, so we're at Giraffe Space right now in Livermore, California, and essentially this space was put together for creatives, um, creative solo artists, entrepreneurs. Uh, we have podcasters here, videographers, website developers. Um, the owner and creator, uh, Tito Hamsey and Mitch Eason. Mitch works for um, a large corporate company. He's like a major video producer. Uh, and then Robert Half. And then Tito actually used to work for TechCrunch, so he used to do uh, video production for TechCrunch, which is like a digital magazine. Oh, cool. He did 365 days of like videos and has like hundreds of thousands of followers, and then got out of that, started this, and he's kind of a internet junkie guru guy, um, and so he created this space for creative people to come in and just leave their energy here. Yeah. And I showed you around, I showed you the full studio oh, cool. and everything, so... Yeah. Great people to know. Yeah, it's pretty neat. Yeah. yeah, it's fun. So tell us a little bit about yourself, and then we'll dive in from there. Sometimes we go deep, so, <laughs> so if you don't want to go deep, like you no, can say next question. <laughs> I am a, a sensitive, emotional person. Yeah, we okay, are too. I'm okay saying that now, yeah. before I was not. Um, so I'm Jessica. I've been a personal trainer for almost eight years. Um, I started when I was 16. I'm 26 now. Um, so I've been working out for 10 years. Um, I had a personal trainer of my own, um, but I come from weight loss. So the whole reason why I became a personal trainer was fitness just opened up opportunities. Like, to be able to talk to you guys when I was 16, I was so shy. Like, I would not ask questions in class. I didn't have a boyfriend. Um, barely. Like, my hair was always up. And I love my hair. Like, I just love <laughs> Like, you know, like, just little things. Yeah. Um, we'd have family events, and we'd always be late, because... I'd be, I don't like this, I feel bad, this doesn't fit, and I would just have a meltdown. My family would have to wait for me. Um, yeah, so I was 16, my parents got a divorce, um, and that's kind of where I started. So I had a treadmill, or we always had a treadmill, um, never used it, so when they finally got a divorce, I knew I couldn't change their situation. Mm -hmm. um, it was nothing that I did, but I knew I could change myself. Yeah. So, um, like, high school, I would always see, like, I don't know, I never played sports, but I always wanted to play sports. But again, I was 265 pounds, so I was a shy, overweight girl. Like, well, how could I play sports? Um, but dancing was my thing, so I was a dancer. Yeah, so I was a dancer since I was, since I was three. Um, and we did show choir in high school um, and middle school, too. Not elementary. Elementary was just singing and then dance classes on my own. Um, but yeah, so I was a dancer, but I always wanted to play sports. I was like, that would be a cool thing, but I couldn't because I didn't think I could. Um, so yeah, so, so once they got a divorce, I started running. Um, but running was the hardest thing. So elementary, I would always cry in PE because I was like, oh, I don't want to run a mile. Like, I'm going to be the last person. 
person. Like, everyone's going to yeah. have to wait for me. Like, it was just a big old thing all the time. It wasn't a physical issue. It was just an emotional. Yeah, it was just an emotional, always. And like I said, I'm a very emotional person. Yeah. Um, so whatever it was, I just, I, yeah, so I was, that was hard for me. But then when they got a divorce, I wanted to take something that was hard for me and just crush it. So I don't know, like, where that came from because... I was just going to ask. Yeah, I don't know you where... you decide that? How old were you? 16. Okay, 16. Yeah, so I just mean... like, all right, this determination just came out of nowhere. Yeah, but where? Because I never had that, you know? Because mm-hmm. I was, I mean, yeah, I was, I was young, 16. I was overweight. So just all of a sudden, I was just like, I just want to do something that I think I can't do, but I think I can at the same time. I don't know. And were either something... of your parents like that or had a situation, can you think of, that... Um, where they would have come over a trial and tribulation of that nature? Maybe my dad. My dad had, he worked night shifts, so he, um, he just ha- always had, like, a very labor jobs and, like, staying overnight working, and then I think all of a sudden he made, like, a career change, so that's maybe, I don't know, but yeah. my mom's a very hard worker, too. Yeah. My mom, um, works for a school district. So she works for the one, um, she's a unified school district in uh, Union City. Yeah, so she's worked there. Um, and she started at a high school. She went to my high school. Um, she works there. So I had my mom there when I was in my whole fitness journey. So, like, eating and everything was really easy because I used her fridge and, like, all that. <laughs> um, but, yeah, so, yeah, my mom, my mom kind of moved up the ladder, too, in her career. So That's cool. Yeah. So you said two things I'm super interested about. I, Roxanne used to always say, like, that's interesting. Tell me more about that one. So mm-hmm. I'm going to do it. Yeah. Tell me more about the um, coming from uh, weight loss, you said, and because I feel like there's like a mindset behind mm-hmm. that, and then also um, like your fitness journey. Yeah. Those, so Those two things are vocabularies that I actually haven't heard before. Yeah. Um, so yeah, started when I was 16, started just walking on the treadmill, and I'd make myself walk for like 20 and then run for two. So it was it was like total 22 minutes. And then every time I would just add, add and add and add. And I didn't even have workout shoes. Like, I was literally running in chucks. Like, that was, like, <laughs> the only... And my mom, she went to Walmart. I don't know why. I'm like, why are you going to Walmart? Like, get me some Nikes. Like, why can't... <laughs> so she gets me, like, these champion shoes from Walmart. So those were, like, my first workout shoes ever. Um, actually worked for Nike for two years, so now I have so many shoes. Oh, my <laughs> uh, so, yeah. So, yeah, started uh, running and then... When I graduated high school, that's when I started to train for my uh, first half. So I was a runner at first because, again, I wanted to take something and just kill it. Uh, my godmother actually was like, yeah, I'm doing this half. And when she said Nike Women's Marathon, I was like, that just sounds so cool. Yeah. yeah. So, so you were, like, destined to yeah, work Yeah, I was just like, that just sounds so cool. Um, so I did two of them with her. The first one I trained with Team and Training. So that was a great environment. Met mm. so many people. Um I feel like I get along with older people. I don't know why. I, well, I do know why. I'm very mature. I'm just kidding. <laughs> but, 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 yeah, no. Yeah. No, but with the older people, it's just, I don't know. There was people in the run running with leukemia. Like, I was just like, that is nuts. Because like, I would be on my bed. I mean, I'd have a good spirit about, okay, I'm going to get through this, like, but going to train for a run, like, every morning, mm-hmm. just, that was crazy. And then while you're running, too, they're, they'll pass you up. And I'd be like, they're not passing me up. Like, it would be so, like, just inspiring to keep going because they're passing you up. Like, they're already in the race. Like, you're just, this is your first race. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, yeah. 
I yeah, totally so, get that. Yeah, I trained, <laughs> I trained with them for two years, actually. The first one and then the second one, they have, like, a, um, a college registration that you can do. Uh-huh. So I did those for the second one. Um, and then the last one I ran with people from Nike. So, oh, cool. Yeah, I was, I was going into the interview for Nike, and then I said, oh, I'm actually, it's, it's race week weekend, like, wish me luck, blah, blah, and I think they just liked that I was in the company, like, doing right, something. Yeah. Um, yeah, so I ran with people for there, and then the last year, so it was four years total, the last year I gave uh, my ticket to a client, and then I worked it. Oh, cool. Yeah, so that was That's cool. Really cool. Yeah, so I worked the whole event and met people from there, too, um, got to wear all the gear and yeah. Oh, that's neat. That was cool, yeah. I never got to do the Nike women's half. <clears throat> I'm really sad about that. Yeah, they took it away. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Why did yeah. it go away? I don't really know the exact reason. There's, yeah, like, rumors around yeah, it. Like, yeah. I, you know, races, what people don't get is races. Like, it takes a lot of of work yeah, and money, permitting, police officers, you know. Tiffany jewelry. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah they give you, yeah, they give you a necklace. <laughs> um, but I, it was funny because I brought back a lot of memories um, because I started running with Fleet Feet in Pleasanton. I didn't have any money to go join a gym. My friend's like, come join me. I was like, okay, sure. And that's how I started running. Holy and it was a lot of older people yeah. in that group. I had this... Um, one lady, Robin, who coached me through, like, my full marathons and, and half marathons, and um, she, at the time, was, like, 50, 50-ish? I don't know exactly, but she's so fast. She yeah, qualified for Boston, all, like, every single time she raced, qualified. Mm. She podiumed, and then there was Dave, who was 62. I'm like, yeah, jeez. Yeah, no, it's nuts. How old they are and they're just like, yeah, wow. this is their thing. Yeah, it's pretty awesome. There is a guy too. He has like a tattoo with like every race that he's ever ran. I'm like, that is not yeah. A lot of people thing. put yeah. like yeah, it's yeah, a huge thing. Yeah. So after that, um, did my halves. Still worked for Nike, and then so I was a dancer since I was three, and then I heard since I started working out, right? So uh-huh. I've, now I've had a trainer after the running. I had a trainer for two years. Where were you training at? Um, she actually was her own self-contracted oh, okay. trainer. Cool. Yeah, so her name was Tiffany Poon. Um, and so I would, I lived out here because my parents got divorced, so me and my mom lived out here. Mm-hmm. So I would drive to go and train with her, and she was in Fremont oh, at okay. this little, very tiny gym. Um, yeah, and she, my mom, she's overweight still. Um, I had the blessing of training her in 2015, mm-hmm. and she lost 30 pounds. Oh, um, great. Then back (laughs) um but I mean my trainer taught me how to walk in heels she just kind of introduced me about what fitness is about to do for me Mm -hmm. um because of what it done what it had done for her for her family um and then my dad too my dad was the one who started working out during the divorce as well so she trained me for almost two years um and that's when I really started to lose weight I'd already lost weight because of the running Mm -hmm. um but it was just a different kind because the strength training obviously you build you muscle. You take it to another level. Yeah, so you build muscle which helps burn the fat. Yeah. Uh, and the more muscle you have the more fat you burn naturally. Mm-hmm. Uh, so she would teach me one thing. I would go home and I'd be like, okay, deadlifts. Okay, what is that? And then I'd go to her and be like, so I saw this thing called deadlifts. And she'd be like, <laughs> she'd be like oh, okay, yeah, we, we can go over deadlifts. 
Um, and then I noticed, I was like, what's this bodybuilding thing? So I was a dancer. There's a stage, right? So now I'm not a dancer anymore. So I was like, hey, bodybuilding. I work out now. Maybe I can do a show. Like, there's a stage. Oh, wow. Why not? It's like the same thing. And then I started to realize, okay, this is not why I got into fitness. That's like way <laughs> too tunnel vision. Mm-hmm. I went through the whole process, had probably like three different coaches. Um, yeah. And then I was just like, okay, I'm missing family events. I'm missing like myself, being with friends, because I can't eat this. Can't so did eat you that. do it? You did, did, not, did, did not. You did not. I'm, How far I'm did you okay get? with saying that I did yeah. not do it because. Yeah. Um, How far did you get into the mix? Um, well, so there was one point where I like changed my diet and we tried high fat, high protein, which is like keto basically. Mm-hmm. At the time, I didn't know what it was because I'm like, my coach has got it, like that's fine. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, but I was probably like maybe, let's say maybe like. 12 weeks out, maybe so like another, like, what is that, two months? That's still a good amount. Yeah. That's still a good amount. Yeah, yeah. yeah. but I was just like, that's not why. Um, that's yeah. so important, though, that you, like, figured out that that wasn't for you yeah. instead of, like, being miserable, Yeah, right? there's like, only, like, a handful of people who are like, that's for them. It's just, yeah, it's it very, it takes a toll on you. Um, just because you are, like, so tunnel vision, and that's just not why I wanted to be. I wanted to do fitness because I wanted to become the woman that I knew I was supposed to be. Mm. Um, like, yeah. now, like, my body has, I have stretch marks literally everywhere, so it's, like, I'm, I'm okay to say it because that wasn't who I was, and this is who I am now. Right. Um, because fitness opened up those doors for me. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. So you had mentioned that your trainer, your original trainer was getting you ready for what fitness was about to do to you yeah can you talk more about that like it sounds like there was some physical changes that were there yeah and some other things but i'm interested in like the high heels and the emotional aspect and the mental i think just confidence because i i mean she could tell i didn't have that because it was hard for me to even open up to her to be willing to help me Mm -hmm. um Mm -hmm. so like before we even got onto a workout floor we literally just sat in her office me my dad and her it's kind of like a therapy session. Mm-hmm. Um, and we were all crying. My dad was crying. She oh, was wow. crying. Um, yeah, my, I mean, my dad paid $85 every time I went to go work out with her because he knew that she was going to teach me more than just working out. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. And then I decided to become a, a personal trainer. So, And I think that's kind of one of the things that she was hoping that I'd kind of get just because she could already see, like, I ran those three half marathons. Like, fitness has more than just that. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think it was, like, I tell a lot of my clients, fitness is one of those things where it's a selfish lifestyle, but it's probably the best kind of selfishness. Mm. Yeah. That makes mm. sense? It's perfect yeah. because just today, <laughs> like, we were going through a, um, a uh, weight loss journey as well and, like, a fitness journey in my family, and it's turned out to where... I'm going to the gym, my wife's going to the gym, we go at different times sometimes, and then our kids go to the gym as well. So just today while we were driving out to the city, she was like, it takes a lot of time to like do all this. She's like, you got there at seven, and then we're there till like noon. She goes, that's like a whole day, and then you gotta go home, take a shower, and get lunch and everything else. Mm -hmm. And I had told her, I said, it takes a lot of work to look good and feel good. Mm -hmm. It really does. But I was missing that component of like, that being a very selfish, journey yeah and it is yeah and more recently I chose sobriety and like that's an entirely selfish journey Mm -hmm. but I really hadn't thought of fitness in that way yeah it really is I mean it really is 
Like, for instance, you got to make time. If you have an appointment, let's say you have a trainer, you got to go there. And then after, let's say you're on your lunch time, you don't get to eat lunch. Now you got to eat lunch at your desk. Now you're like, oh, I have to finish this first. Or like, oh, no, sorry, I'm at the gym. Like, mm-hmm. I mean, it's a great excuse to use if you don't want to go places. <laughs> but at the same time. It is, yeah. Yeah, yeah. no. It's, I mean, it's one of the most selfish things ever. But like I said, it's, it's, a, it's a better kind of selfish. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'd rather people be selfish for that than other uh, things. Yeah. Yeah, um, but I also have told clients, you're going to find out that the group of people that you're surrounded with may not want to be surrounded with them anymore. Mm-hmm. So, like, Haley, too, um, she was telling me she, certain people, she's like, yeah, I'm just, I feel like I'm cutting a lot of people out just because I want to focus on this and, like, that. And I was like, Haley, that's fine. I was like, that is okay that you want to do that. Because when I started my journey, I had only two friends, really. It was just three of us. Um, and I had moved out here, and they lived in Union City still, because remember, that's when I, where yeah. I went to high school. Um, so I had to tell myself, if they are my friends, they'll still be there. Um, I have acquaintances. They're not my friend friends, so that's fine if I lose them. Um, but the people, while I'm on this journey, if they're my friends, they'll still be there. That's so important that you know that at such a young age. It took me a lot yeah. longer. No. <laughs> Actually, I'm still learning that. <laughs> yeah. Right? I mean, that's really I had, important. I had an experience today with some people that we could talk about later, and it was fantastic. <laughs> and so, it was fantastic? Yeah, it was a very fantastic experience I had, and I recognized the, uh, the process and the situation. Ah. So, so, yeah, I think that's very important. That's yeah. something that I always say, too, is, like, I use it as an analogy of a branch on trees, like, there are people that you pick up along the way, and those yeah. are the branches that grow for you at that certain point in time. But as you grow, the tree gets taller, and the you know nutrition has to go up the, the main stalk area. And so sometimes you just have to cut the lower branches off. Yeah. It's just the way it goes. Or they might fall off on their own. Yeah, or they might fall <laughs> off on their own. No, but, yeah, yeah, yeah. And, I mean, one client, she really, she's like, whatever you said spoke to me. She uh, moved out here from Canada. She met a guy. They had a kid. They're married. Uh, her career was out here, which she's from Canada, so they're like, yeah, you can go to California, like, same job, whatever. Um, then she met me, she had her son, she's like, I'm really nervous about personal training. We sat on the stairs, I'll never forget, she's like, I'm really nervous, because my last trainer laughed at me because I couldn't hold a plank. And I was like, well, just so you know, I can't hold a plank. I mean, I really have to think about it if I really want to hold this plank, like, I can't just hold it, you know what I mean? Like, I have to tell myself, okay, I'm gonna hold this plank, like... Um, and I said, and I couldn't hold it either. And I was like, look. So I showed her pictures. She's like, I know. Like, I heard about your journey. Because um, at 24, we have, like, the bios of everyone. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was like, I just want you to know, like, I would never laugh. Like, if anything, we're, we're going to take a break and we're going to try again. Um, she's like, okay. But, I mean, I just want to try this. She bought all these sessions. She's like, but I'm just going to try this. She's like, I know. I, I purchased what I purchased, but I'm just going to try it. I'm like, okay. Like, fine. I'm like, I, in my in fitness, I'm always like, there's no try. You either do it or you don't. But, but we can try. We can try. That's what you want to do. I so, love <laughs> so, we, so, yeah. So, we tried it. It's true. It's true. I, it's true. Like, there's no try. Like, I don't know. Yeah, um, what, what, what are we going to try? We're going to roll on this one. I'm pretty sure we're here right yeah. now. I'm pretty <laughs> sure you're going to do it or you're not. Um, yeah. So, our first workout, um, she's like, okay, I'll see you next time. Oh, okay, yeah, see you next time. Um, she, at the time, she had purchased half sessions, and she continued to purchase half sessions, 
which I told her I said. What's a half session? What so a full session is 50 minutes, and a half okay. session is 25 to 30 or however long. Okay. Um, but for her, I was like, we don't have anyone after, or I don't, so we're going to go longer. She's like, okay. So, like, I just go longer. I don't mean I don't care. Um, yeah, so we would just go longer than the session if we need to. But, so she was overweight after her son, uh, breastfeeding at the time. So doctors, I don't know. Doctors don't, they'll tell you you need to eat 2,000 calories for you to have a healthy breastfeed, right, for the baby. But they don't tell you, like, oh, but if you want to lose weight, like, they're just yeah. like, okay, bye, eat 2,000 calories, bye, like, like <laughs> enjoy your journey with yeah. breastfeeding. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, um, I kind of had to pick up the pieces there, with especially with their advice. I mean, they didn't really give her any. They just said, okay, like, we'll just make sure you're healthy, blah, blah, blah. Um, so then we started getting into the nutrition aspect. Uh, with me being a fitness professional, right, that's, like, our new title. Right. We're not really supposed to talk about nutrition, nutrition. Um, mm-hmm. but I don't work that way. I'm, like, I'm not going to, like, <laughs> I'm not going to, like, have you come in, get, not get a result, and then ask me why when I'm not paying attention to anything you're putting into your body um, because that's not how I was trained to. So I always kind of mm-hmm. treat them how I was treated. Um, so started to get into nutrition, and then she lost tons of weight, and then it turned into – oh, like, my husband is doing this, my husband is doing that, and that's where I turn to. Fitness is going to open up opportunities for you. So I'm like, maybe the people you're around, you don't want to be around them anymore. Uh, Sometimes they are going to be your significant other. Yeah, so another month passed, another month passed, and she goes, hey, you know that conversation we had the other day? And I said, yeah. She's like, I'm getting a divorce. And I said, oh, my goodness. At first I was like, wait. I was like, wait, that's not what I talked to you about. I was like, like, wait, no. She's like, no. I want to come to the gym. And he's always like, why? You were there yesterday. And she's just like, I feel good when I'm here. She's like, and then I was realized I wasn't feeling good at home. And I was like, okay. She's like, so here's here's your journey. Yeah, exactly. So. She got a divorce, moved back to Canada, and has a new relationship. Has a wow. great life. Wow! And she, yeah, and I and she's lost. She's probably lost eighty pounds, probably even more now since she's been out there. But wow. yeah, so that was just one of the things where I was like, yeah, what I'm saying is true. Like I knew it was true, <laughs> but it's like, like I know my stuff. Yeah, yeah, did I like but... wish that into the process? Or... I mean, I mean, that's what I mean about fitness opening up opportunities. Like you really start to kind of find yourself. Um. yeah, and kind of just what you want to do. Do you think that happens just with physical fitness, or do you think that also happens with, like, mental fitness and emotional fitness? Like, mm-hmm. I've been I've been talking about this thing a lot, saying that a lot of what we do and a, and a lot of process through um, what we do on some other business stuff is, like, it's basically the gym for your mind. Oh, yeah. And so I'm always thinking of it as, like, a mental fitness type yeah. process. And what ends up happening is we do these deep dives where we hang out with each other or talk with each other for, like, hours upon hours throughout the week and then their lives change and things start to change mentally and yeah they just think differently yeah so it could go all across the board in uh, yeah areas. i would say it goes all across the board especially too with it being like a selfish thing you always have to think about yourself if you're in the gym and you're just there to move that's fine but what are you going to get from that that's scary for people in relationships mm-hmm. yeah i was we were just driving back from the city and i was talking to my wife about some stuff and i got a call today from my stepdad and i post a lot on social media i post like 95% of my life out there, but I'm an artist, and mm-hmm. so I use social media as my platform for my art, and so I posted a picture of myself who was very emotional, and then I put all the words in that picture, in the content section, and the words were not the 
the words of a divorce. My wife even messaged oh, me. Oh, I my, saw that. Yeah, Jenny I messaged me and that. she goes, it looks like we're getting a divorce. <laughs> and so I replied back and I said, actually, those are all the words that somebody should say or wish they would have said to somebody before they died. Yeah. And it was just a lengthy verbiage of like, I love you, I miss you, I need you, I must, like, I, I wish you were still here, around, like, yeah. all these things. And so my stepdad called me today. Well, he texted me first and said, do you need to talk? And then he texted my wife and said, do you need to talk? So I called him and I was like, what's up? So he landed on me this fear of like, well, it looks like you guys are getting a divorce. And I just, I didn't want to pry, but I want to talk yeah. to you about it. And so I replied back and told him the, the artistry of that. And then he goes, you talk in, you write in tongues. He said, can you write more like straight so that I know what's going on? <laughs> and I was like, actually, no. Because yeah. that per piece of art actually helped others that messaged me to say like, you made me cry because that's what I want to say to my dead husband. Yeah. And that's what I want to say to that. So so I was talking to Jenny about it on the way down, and I said, you know, he was kind of planting his fear on me. And she goes, no, he was just trying to let you see, like, maybe a learning lesson along his way that he experienced that, you know, maybe, maybe you should be around or not work as much and yada, yada, yada. And I said, but the reality is, honey, all of us don't know if it's right or wrong here. Like... I could do everything I'm supposed to be doing for you, everything you tell me to do, and you could wake up one day and look at me and go, I'm kind of done. Yeah. I, I'm in love with you, but I no longer want to be with you. Yeah. You know, and, and I think part of that conversation for me is coming out because of the fitness process, right? And not that it's happening at all, but I've just seen enough in my life that says that, like, you could be madly in love with somebody, but just come to a road and an intersection that just says it's time to... It's time to split still. Yeah. You know? You can get That's over the... Yeah, you can get over it, too. Yeah, you can totally get high up and then go, yeah, we're going to continue yeah. on. Yeah. But yeah. it's interesting. Um, yeah, to I've the actually... The post, um, a couple of people have been like, is Kev okay? <laughs> like, yeah, why? Just his post. And I was like, read it again and then look at the comments. <laughs> That's what I just say to people yeah. now. Yeah. Because they're like, is he okay? I'm like... Yeah, he's just a deep writer, and so people take it a different way. Yeah. So I've been on this journey process more recently. I've always been on a, on a journey of life. I go through, like, flow state moments and mm -hmm. where we can actually lose track of time, and our brains kind of mind, mind merge together. Read 52 books in a year. Last year, rode from San Francisco to L.A., 551 miles, oh, that's no cool. training. I've seen that. I was on a mountain bike. No training. No training, two Are weeks you? ahead. Like, I... My friend says I'm, I'm, I like I don't love pain, but I have to go through pain physically to get to a mental next level, yeah. and so that's what I do to get to the journey. And so I've always used social media as that form, and my writing has always been that way. Of like, my wife says I write in rainbows, and so I can emotionally take words and recognize words, and then make them span out to where people go on a beautiful journey with it and a storyline. Mm. Um, and so more recently, when I started journaling back in October. Um, I started journaling about a bunch of stuff, but what happened was I write about the first thing that comes to my head first thing in the morning. Because what I've discovered now that I got out of religion, but now I'm back in religion, like focusing on that stuff too. Yeah, now I'm discovering that when I'm sleeping at night and if I think about things before I go to bed, the first thing that pops into my head, I believe is actually like the stuff that's floating around my brain, which is which could potentially be something that like God or the bigger power is dropping into me. And so I'm just pushing it out from there. Mm -hmm. And so a lot of stuff that's coming out of me right now on social is not coming out of me. It's actually just coming through me. Mm -hmm. 
and it's just it's a good me, way to think of it. Yeah, it's, it's me not being the forceful, outlet. right? No, I mean, I'm it's just not letting forceful. it go. Literally, just saying, "Here's what's in my head. Here's what I'm writing." And I, before I even think about it, before I let my ego get in the way, I just send it. Like I literally press the send button. Hmm. You both, um, kind of, while well, you responded to something he said, you said you were re- not religious. What did you say? You I'm, said, I'm you going back, back into the religious into the process. Religious process. Yeah. And you said, you same. Too, yeah. same. <laughs> so tell me more about that. Well, so I grew up Catholic. Um, same. But, I mean, and I'm not going to, I will never knock a religion, especially if I grew up in it, but I did not learn anything from the Catholic Church. Uh-huh. And I, I mean, I can just say that to some people. I mean, I, I, just growing up, we would just show up. So, I mean, and I mean. Were you baptized Catholic? Did yeah. You, okay. Same. I can fall asleep literally anywhere. Like if I if I <laughs> no like if we That's sat so here nice. no but if, if, we, if we sat here long enough I could fall asleep so I would fall asleep in church um like my I would ask for gum you're not supposed to chew gum in church but like if you want me to stay awake I need to eat something because like I can't um, my grandpa would fall asleep in church we take communion spit it out because it's gross yeah. like. I mean, that was, I didn't learn anything from it. And I was at a point in my life when we moved out here, me and my mom decided we're going to find a non-denominational church oh, okay. um, to learn things. Mm-hmm. I mean, in the Catholic church, we just sat there. Yeah. Um, not that in the in our church now, we're not really too much involved. My mom is. She'll help at the front, greeting and everything. Um, but we learn things. They have a... Um, uh, app where you can like listen to the last sermon um you could definitely go to different uh like women's meetings on wednesdays um i have never gone and that's because of the whole being busy thing i wish i wasn't busy but i do have work um but yeah so started going to a non-denominational church just to learn more mm-hmm. and, and it was more so they were every time i went they related something to what i was going through like at the time when i was first started going to church um i had just started kind of recently maybe it was like a year and a half of being a trainer um and everything he talked about was just about finding like your purpose mm-hmm. and then it kind of really spoke to me because everything that i've gone through through my fitness journey it really felt like this was starting to become mm-hmm. something that i was supposed to do um and it's just weird because i never would have thought like mm-hmm. i would be a trainer from being overweight um, but yeah, so I learned a lot in that church. I haven't gone in a while, um, <laughs> but my mom, uh, I told my mom, I said, I have church every morning. So I listened to a podcast, um, mm-hmm. a bunch of different uh, gospel, religious, uh, I just listen every morning while I'm in the shower, and I listen until I get in the car, and then when I get to work. Um, so that's the first thing I do so every morning. Day. Yeah, so that's the way I start my day. Um, I take personal training like seminars, too, um, and one guy said, Get into a routine and start doing one thing every morning. Before you check your phone, before you go on social media, answer a text, whatever, do one thing that'll help you just kind of start your day, whether it's writing something, listening to music, working out. He would go in the sauna, uh, listening to a podcast, and then go about your day what you normally do. Um, so I was my mom, like, I have church every morning. <laughs> like, <I was> like, <laughs> which you do, yeah. right? So, I, I mean, I literally feel like I do because I'm yeah. learning something, which is what I got from the church that we belong to now. Right. Yeah, That's and really now at least cool. you're learning something yeah. from it all. That, I had the same experience with Catholic. Like, I was raised, raised Catholic, grandparents went, and then my grandfather stopped going, and he literally told me, he's like, I have God in here and, like, in here. Like, 
I don't need to be in a building to do yeah. that. And so once we figured that out, like uh, my wife and I got married, we um, baptized our daughter, and then one day, same day, we were walking out of the church, and it was like, I'm not getting anything. And she's like, I'm not either. Yeah. So we went to a Christian church, and then locally stayed there for about six months to a year, and then left that and just said, we're, we're not, we used to say we're not religious, we're more spiritual, and we're more just like be good and do all that. And at one point, I think I could honestly say that, like, I started to believe that, like, or think that there was no God, and, like, that there was just this higher energy of power of some sort where we're all connected, until we had our experience last year with my daughter, Malia. She ended up in the um, hospital, and she had a brain aneurysm, and so she had to have surgery. And in the hospital, there were things that happened that I cannot explain, and there were people that came around and just conversations that were had that made me go, oh, there's a God. Yeah. There's definitely God. I don't know if it's a he, if it's a she, or whatever. And so through the process, a friend of mine has now, since October, had me reading, um, I think it's the new, I don't know if it's New Religion Living or something like that, but uh, it was the chapter John. Mm. And so every day he would text me cha each chapter, and then I would read it, and we'd talk about it via text. And then at Christmas time, he's like, let's do Luke. And then we started reading Luke stuff. And in the beginning, I was like, this Bible book thing's pretty funny. Yeah. Like, it's a great story. <laughs> da, da, da. And like, I was poking him. But what happened more recently that made me go, oh, this is a thing. Um, this past Friday, 111 has always been something super important for me. But this past Friday, I launched my website at kevinhempel.com. And it was like, I, I was thinking of it as like new services, a new life, new process. And it just so happened that the same day, I landed on Luke 24, which was the, um, uh, not redemption, but it was the revelation where, like, he actually, Jesus died and then came out of the cave mm. as a whole new person. Hmm. And literally, I read that the same day that that was launching and all these things happened. And I, like, I had this moment in the morning where I was like, oh, my gosh, like, this was supposed to happen this way. And so I messaged a friend who almost died from, he got shot a bunch of times. And his friends were with him when they were younger, and they actually died, and he survived. So I called him, and I said, this is what just happened. He says, oh, he says, you're having a very close relationship with God right yeah. now. Wow. He goes, he's actually, like, with you and in you and going through the process where most people don't get to achieve yeah. that, which you haven't heard this yet. But no. that's what happened last Friday to me. And literally now I'm like, I get it. Yeah. Isn't that crazy? It. And the Catholic Church should just, like, I mean, not to knock it, it, but it's just not for some most of us yeah. I mean I grew up and you did too so it's like yeah. now yeah no, it's, it's pretty strange how conversations come up that you've already had with other people does that happen to you guys really? like a day job like a day job <laughs> yeah. yeah so um this week well like yesterday I had a conversation with a friend about religion and I, I grew up with Jehovah's Witness um not baptized I left pretty early well I was 16 when I stopped going and my mom and I were going to Costco in Corners, is that one Cornerstone? Cornerstone. Cornerstone's right there. And she's like, what's that? And um, I was like, oh, that's Cornerstone. It's a Christian church. And she goes, I think I want to try to go there. And I was like, wow. Whoa. Wow. I was like, oh, Oh, geez. they're totally pulling your mom. <laughs> Who are you? This is weird. It's so, it's weird. so crazy because our family, they're... They're, most of them are Jehovah's Witnesses, and it's just, it's not for me. It's not, I, yeah. it's a lot. So, and to hear her say that, I was like, 
That's incredible. So she's gonna go. She's gonna. I'm gonna try to get her to to go because I think she needs something. Like she doesn't have friends. Like out here, they just moved from Lathrop, and she would always. They were people she would help. Like there would be this homeless guy that was at this park, and she'd go give him food, and she had a lot of people that she would help or people that you can see how they have issues. So she would have them do her lawn and she'd give them $10 or like things yeah. like that. And she misses having like a purpose, I think. Yeah. And so she's trying to, I think she's trying to figure out the whole religion thing. She actually, we celebrated Christmas, which was really hard for her because she, Jehovah's Witnesses, you don't celebrate yeah. anything. And so, um, yeah, we're trying to, no, I was trying to get her to go to the gym and do it after hours. Because my mom has MS and she has a lot of other issues. And um, so she's like, just have her come, like, after and we'll just do, like, 15 minutes. And yeah, she can. And it was like, okay, yeah. cool, yeah. So. It's incredible So stuff. it's pretty crazy how conversations, like, happen, right? Yeah. Like, there's a reason and now I'm going, oh, my goodness, this is a sign. That's yeah. where I stopped. <laughs> you're you're going to be going to the church soon. So that's why I stopped saying weird. Right, like we were talking about how you said wild, which yeah. is I totally knew you were a people when you walked in. <laughs> I, was like, I she sto- just said wild. <laughs> I stopped saying weird because like I started understanding stuff, and now I don't think it's weird. I think it actually like is is supposed to happen. But why I'm saying it's wild is because it really is. Yeah. Like just on Thursday, I fly down to SoCal for one of my companies Tuesday through Thursday, and just on Thursday, I interviewed this guy, and we were sitting at a Starbucks in the middle of a grocery like area plaza, and I'm talking to him, and he said something back, and then all of a sudden, I dropped into this process, and I, I started talking, and I was speaking, 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 and I looked up at him, and I said, I'm going through a deja vu right now, and I remember seeing this like three months ago, and it's really, really weird. And then all of a sudden, intuitively, I came in, and he goes, just say it, and I was like, oh, we need to do this and this and this, and you're going to do this. And, like, it climbed. <laughs> and so it literally was such a wild experience that it happens a lot. Yeah. And, if, yeah, I, think, yeah. and I think that's the cross-section of, of us as humans and then the chemicals that drop in your brains and then the intuitive nature that just allows you to, like, if you're open to it and mm-hmm. you're awake, yeah. right, and you kind of understand that, mm-hmm. it all can culminate towards that thing. And so you should be really paying attention to what's going on in your life right now and just let that veil down and see what happens. Yeah, because yeah. something's going to happen. Yeah, because if it's coming, if it's opening up to you a lot, then yeah, you pay attention it's, to it's it. pretty crazy. Yeah. <laughs> what is it? What does she have? What does it say? Congruent. Congruent. Oh, <laughs> what does congruent mean? Exactly what you're saying. Really? I'm on dictionary.com. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Come on. Do you want to come on real quick? No? What is congruent mean? What is congruent? Like, um, where you say wild or how ironic or um, things happen like parallel and it's, some people say it happens for a reason. Yeah. I think things just, I guess that's a broader term, happens for a reason. Things just come together like this even right now. It's, it's surreal very, for you. It's, yeah. yeah. I'm really... 
Hey. Yeah. We just added Karen to the podcast. Yeah, we just added Karen to the podcast. For those of you that are wondering You're who like, that is. There was no introduction yeah. of a fourth person. We're going to leave Karen there, and you're going to have to uh, meet her next time. <laughs> because that's super exciting. Her and I have had some major conversations over the past couple oh, days, and like, okay. that's super exciting okay, that, that we're cool. going there with that one. I love it. That was awesome. Congruent. Congruent. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. No, yeah, one wow. of my uh, resolutions, because, you know, so cliche. Oh, lose weight. Revolution, lose weight. revolution. So, I mean, revolution. Um, <laughs> I was like, one of mine is I want to work my vocabulary. Like, instead of saying thank you, I want to say I appreciate you. Yes. It's important. Or, yeah, really just because I feel like when, some, when, you, when you tell that to somebody, even when somebody tells me, I'm just like, oh, they appreciate me. Like, instead of saying thank you, mm-hmm. um, yeah, so... Words have meaning. I've, yeah. I've said that for years. When I was a kid, I always, like, recognized words and would sit around. I stuttered a lot. Mm-hmm. And um, and I started recognizing when people... I actually watch when people speak. And not because I'm watching their words or their lips. Well, I'm not, I'm not watching their lips. I'm actually watching the words that are mm-hmm. coming out. And what I discovered that is if you, like, take can't and hate and worry... And all these other words out of your vocabulary, it gives you a different perspective and yeah. allows your brain to drop into a different mindset. Yeah. So then you start mm-hmm. searching for other words. So now the digital legacy stuff, if you looked at any of that, we're building what's called a lexicon. And it's essentially just a, a list of words that we use to understand what being digital is and having a legacy online. Like so, wild. Yeah, like wild. <laughs> or or I, said, I said revolution, which yeah. somebody coined for me, which is like, revitalize solutions so okay. we put them together and said we're actually because we don't believe in resolutions yeah we actually believe in like revolutional processes where you actually can revolve yourself and really yeah. get things and solutions to make a difference because hmm. I, like I just read the other day that uh on the 12th day of the year is like the one is the single day which is today or yesterday which is the day that most resolutions end like, I, I believe most that. Give 12 up. days in, I, most people give I, up to their resolutions. I do believe that. Yeah, I, I do too. It. It's yeah. because to sustain like whatever they're trying to do, it takes, it's, it's, yeah. it takes a lot of work. And like I said, there's a handful of people yeah. <laughs> that are willing to do it. Like even for me, I mean, I lost 125 pounds. So everyone wow. asks me, was it hard? Like, was that part? Like, what was the hardest? And I'm like... I don't, I mean, I, it's kind of a blur. I don't like. You know what I like about your journey is it wasn't, and I've talked about this with Kevin and other people in the fitness world, it wasn't like a one-time, I'm going to lose this weight, because we see all these six-week, eight-week mm-hmm. transformations, and you lose this weight, and then it's kind of you're on, you keep repeating these challenges, yeah. because nobody's teaching you how to sustain that lifestyle. Like, you went and you went, I mean, you didn't do, like, a 30-day thing. You made this, like, a yeah. lifestyle. Yeah, it's like so that's, that's really cool that yeah. you you didn't just, like, okay, it wasn't a phase. It was, it, you turned it into a lifestyle. Yeah. It's life-altering yeah. Yeah. entirely. Wow. And you had to do some whole thing. <laughs> now, yeah. have you had clients where they, um, what was I going to say? Yeah, that sound just... What was oh. that? <laughs> was, I think it was her phone. Oh, okay. My phone? Know. No. Yeah. I don't know. But anyways, uh, clients who have done, like, transformation 
things and like then, only six weeks yeah only, yeah and then have started training with me mm-hmm. or just with me what whichever way um yeah like I have people who have belonged to other things where it's like the whole like you pay to do this if you don't lose your money then they keep mm-hmm. your money if you mm-hmm. do they give it back to you that whole thing yeah um I mean it's great for the time being it's like beginners mm-hmm. beginners luck or like beginners games or whatever however you want to call it um See, but, I mean, my thing is, though, if I can't help you or change your life when you're not around me, then mm-hmm. I'm not doing my job. Mm-hmm. So, for things like that, when it's just, like, an eight-week, six-week, okay, bye, like, yeah. like, I, like, that's just not something that's okay for me. And how often, I mean, for most of my clients, we only train. I have one person right now who's training four times a week. Um, but for the most, it's two to three times a week. That's, like, something that I require. Because mm-hmm. um, just, like, school, if you're only there for one day and you're not really going to learn anything, right, and then I can't do my job. Um, because, I mean, you're away from me more than you're with me. Right, so for right. my thing is I want to change your life when you're not in the six weeks or in the eight weeks. So I don't really – I mean, they're cool. I just did one myself. I did an eight weeks, like, transformation thing. Um, just because I would gotten out of a relationship a, a year and a half ago – Changed my hair, got a new car. Like, I wanted to, like, and then Started caring she about went, myself. She went killing it again. Yeah, again. Um, For herself, then, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And so I was like, Phoenix. I think I'm ready to, you know, do a little transformation again. So I did that for eight weeks, and then um, it ended on Christmas. And another thing, which is why, like, I have a very different uh, aspect on life right now, and I know it'll last, but it just kind of, like we talked about earlier, it's, it's we don't want to believe why thinking things happen for a reason, mm-hmm. like someone getting cancer or someone passing away. Um, but on Christmas is when my diet ended. Um, I was out of a relationship for a year and a half, and I found out that my ex-boyfriend had committed suicide. So, oh. yeah, so everything, my aspect on people right now, and I, and I don't know where it's going to take me, but and it sucks that something like that had to happen. Um, but yeah, so after my whole eight weeks thing, it was like two weeks, I was like off the wagon. I'm like, great. All of that was just like, and I was trying to get over you, and now I'm back to like, you're not here anymore. So that's just kind of, you know, yeah. crazy. It's, it's, it's wild to say, but I think that's what I was telling you offline was yeah. that that has to happen. Has to happen. It has first. to happen that way. It's like yeah. you. Every time I've ever experienced, like, that's what happened with my daughter when she had the, the brain aneurysm. Uh-huh. Like, I literally took the leave three months prior. We were flying. We had clients. All these things were happening, and I was like, it's go time. Go, go, go. It's been, like, 17 years, 18 years of this. Like, we're yeah. going to do it. And then all of a sudden, that morning, my wife's like, we're listening to Journey in the car. The kids are singing. Everything's good. And we get there, and she looks at me and says, or I said, what do you think's going to happen next? Like, we've got a lot of stuff. She goes, I don't know, but something big. Yeah. And then, like, less than 30 minutes later, our daughter's running around, and she collapses in codes on the way to the hospital. So and like, crazy. And, and, but what the beautiful journey that has come out of that is an amazing story and experience of, of thousands of people reaching out. Yeah. Like, we had 150,000 people on our Facebook page, like, sharing our story and doing yeah. that. Like, and the person that it's created out of it between all four of us it's beautiful, yeah. but it hurts. Yeah. It hurts to go through all those experiences. Yeah. But once you hit the ground, like once you hit the, the bottom, 
it's like how do you bounce back from that? How do you climb mm-hmm. from it? Yeah. And that's the hero's journey that people like to see and understand mm-hmm. and get. And yeah. so it'll be exciting to see you. Yeah. Your well, next level. Yeah. Because you're strong enough to like work through it. Yeah, yeah. I have like talking to family members and it's a it's been a really hard time for my family too. Um, mm-hmm. So I've never had like somebody who was still in my heart not be here anymore like that. Um, of course, like grandparents and great grandmas. I mean, my great grandma is everything. Like especially to the family, so that was hard too. But I don't know. It's just everyone's saying we know how much she meant to you, but you'll be okay. So it's just like maybe I needed to hear I'm gonna be okay for mm-hmm. something else. Like I don't know. It's just it's just a lot. Yeah. So. I think it'll it'll help me keep growing, and I'm actually in a, a personal training institute right now that I'm taking for a year, oh. um, and after that I'll be life lifelong certified for for That's personal awesome. training. Oh. Yeah, so I don't know. I think maybe I need to hear those words because of what I'm doing. I don't know. So we'll see. What, but yeah, it's definitely been hard. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So something that a lesson that I learned that I'll give to you is that. Um, so my daughter had the, the, the experience in March, and then March 2017, and it wasn't until October 2017 my wife looked at me and was like, I need you to get back to work, and I need you to go through all this stuff, like, you need to go. So then I got back to work, started working, doing things, and then June of 2018, I woke up and realized that I had PTSD mm-hmm. from the experience that I went through, and so, and I recognized some of our family had it, and as soon as I said it, my wife's like, that totally makes sense because you went back to work. Yeah. Like you went to work and you had to be, it's the first time she said it and I didn't know it. She says, you were here for me and the family. Like without you doing what you do, we would have never pulled through this. Yeah. But you took the reins and like went with it. And so now it's your time to like go through the process. Yeah, to grieve. And, and so grieve. just be careful with the like how much time you spend working and doing your thing and make sure you give some time for your brain to be like silent. Yeah. And not moving. Because yeah. we can do that. We have, like, an addiction to, like, we're just going to focus on this and put our energy towards there and we're going to go. But that shit catches up to you yeah. really quick. Yeah, I have a friend. I'm kind of, she's going through something. It's very private. And I kind of worry that she's going to focus so much on something that's going to take away from her, you know, silencing and being able to deal with you know yeah. the process yeah and i'm not even sure if it's silence it's recognition really. yeah, recognition. yeah. Like, there's a lady that's doing some meditation yeah. stuff and it's recognizing that that mm. stuff is existing yeah. yeah and even if you don't know what to do with it it's just notice that it's there well i mean right. i also get kind of turned off when people say oh it's been a long week i need a drink and it's like your long week is going to be on Monday again. What's the <laughs> like, like, what is a drink going to do for you? I don't know. Oh, I can't even tell you how much I love you know, her. You know, I cannot even I mean, tell you. You know, like, it's not even the long awesome. week. It's like the long day. Yeah, yeah long but day. I was well, like, tomorrow might be longer. Yeah. So you're going to have more, you yeah. know. Or like, oh, I'm going on a vacation because this is happening. So when you get back, is it going to be gone? No. <laughs> like, it's still going to be there. Yeah. Like, I don't know. So yeah, it's really yeah. just recognizing that whatever's happening. But yeah, no, I agree. When all this happened, I kind of didn't want to be by myself, which is weird because I enjoy to be by myself. I'm an only mm-hmm. child, so I okay. love my own company. Um, <laughs> like, like my mom was calling me today. She's like, oh, are you just relaxing? And I said, 
yeah, is that okay? Like, <laughs> I'm just like, okay, smarty pants, I'll call you later. I was like, okay, no, okay like, great. like, good. Like, call yeah, I know, so I enjoy my space, but once he passed, I didn't want to be alone. Like, I was even asking some of the trainers I work with, I said, oh, are you free right now? They're like, they're like yeah, 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 why? And I said, can you just sit with me at lunch? Like, I just don't, yeah. yeah. So, I mean, I know myself to where, like, later I'll probably be sitting on the couch and I'll just, yeah, it'll just happen. Like, I, I mean, I'll, I'll probably just need my own, like, silence then. But once it happened, like, I still went to work. I cried in front of my clients. And I told them, I was like, I didn't want to cancel on you. Because they were like, do you want to go home? Like, no. Like, you guys are who I'm, I'm with all the time. I was like, I feel like I need to be with people who I'm with all the time. Um, yeah, so it was like my mom was coming over. I was going to her house. And I never really see my mom during the week. So it's kind of like, and now she's like up my butt. Now I'm like, <laughs> but now she's like, I can't get rid of her. But um, yeah, the her, his funeral is actually tomorrow. So um, I've been okay, but it's just because I, I feel like I still have to live my life after yeah. this mm-hmm. too. So the first like two weeks I was, it was very, yeah. Um, oh, yeah but so now, yeah. So now I can kind of, and he's someone I'll never forget. So of course, yeah. 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 Those are tough. Those it's are tough. Part of your story. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's totally part of your story. I had a, a friend when I was seventeen, and uh, she was a really cl- close friend. I used to, that was on the hockey. Like I didn't play hockey, but I was the manager with mm-hmm. her, okay. and I used to pick her up every morning. And one year, that year, like my senior year, she died, and she was hit by a drunk driver, and she had a car full of friends, and she was the only one that that died. And it was so traumatizing, but it took me like a year and a half to get over the experience through, or at least through the experience. Mm -hmm. But still till this day, like I can still remember conversations Yeah. and I still think about her at least like, I don't know, maybe 10 times a year, 11 times a year. Like there'll just be things that spark. Like I'll see her old car, like something. And she wasn't even like, she wasn't a girlfriend. I didn't like never dated her. But we just had such a beautiful experience with each other the yeah. time that she was here that I say the same thing. I'll like, I'm like, I'll never forget her. Yeah. I will yeah. never forget her just because of that process. I think for me, too, we were together for a year and a half. And after we broke up, never stopped thinking about him. So it's like now I'm like thinking about him. I'm not prepared to like never see him again. But mm-hmm. so it's just I got to work on, on that. Yeah. But I think they actually still exist like even my grandmother's really close she mm-hmm. will visit me every now and then like yeah she visited last time she visited me she passed away i think like 13 14 years ago but um last time i was in the kitchen at my house and i was trying to make a tough decision and she dropped in hmm. she was with me and i like literally said out loud i was like hi grandma oh, and yeah. she like responded back but didn't respond yeah and then i was like am i doing the right thing and she responded back and said yes and i was like okay cool and then I made the decision I was moving, and then, like, five minutes later, she was still with me. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, what? <laughs> like, <laughs> what else do you got for me? Yeah. And literally, I was like, okay, hey, I gotta go. And then I went into the car. I got into the car, and she was still with me outside. Mm-hmm. And I was like, are you going to leave now? <laughs> or, like, what? What is going on? Yeah, yeah, and she responded with some other stuff, and then I was like, okay, I got this. Yeah. I got in the car and left. So. It I don't was, once it happened to, it was very windy outside the next days. Mm. It was windy and rainy. And I was like, why are you mad? I was just like, this is him. Like, he's mad because I, I just feel like that choice is 
there's always a second maybe after you wish you didn't do it. You know what I mean? So with with the, with the choice of taking so, your own life. Like these conversations we're having today are just, it's just wild. I yeah. was in contact with a friend I've known since kindergarten and he, he like disappeared off Facebook, was going through a whole bunch of stuff and we're on the phone and obviously we've known each other a really long time and he's like, oh, so how's this person? And I was like, you know, so-and-so passed away. We've had four friends, like, from growing up, mm-hmm. who either accidents or, or uh, suicide. And um, and it's funny, my my mom was like, Jehovah's Witnesses don't really believe in, um, like, that feeling of somebody being present. Mm-hmm. And my mom's like, I feel like my dad's here right now. Wow. And then... Um, and it's just wild, this this whole conversation. This has, it has. <laughs> podcast, for those of you, if this is your first episode listening, um, listen to the other podcast because there's there's definitely a different direction with this one that, that it's gone and yeah. there's a different feeling with it and it's really actually exciting. It is. Especially being that this is the first one of the year. I thought like Ro- we should do a second one. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Rox- Roxanne and I, um, Roxanne and I have said, well, I made a promise to Roxanne that I was going to do fit. I do a lot of stuff and just tell her that she's going to do it, and she says, okay. Well, um, I mean, I know you were like, oh, um, Roxanne doesn't meet anyone before the podcast, but she'll just be there. I was like, okay. <laughs> <laughs> it's like a thing. Yeah. I just see her. And so, um, so yeah, I mean, so it's yeah, cool that it's the first one of the year. Yeah, I'm excited cool. about this. Yeah. I'm really excited. Yeah, I just kind of go with the rule. Well, now you're doing a half marathon. Yeah, and I yeah. haven't signed up, but yes, yeah, I Yeah, but you're doing <laughs> I do random, like the 52 bucks in the year, just random. Yeah, San Francisco, really... LA, just random. You know, I was thinking about we are pretty random people. We are. In different ways. So are like, you going to do Endeavor? Oh. oh. <laughs> what is that? I don't is know. Like she has egg? to explain it because everyone's saying I need to do it, but I'm not going to do it unless Roxanne's going to be my partner. And so... Is this like a big yes, run? I explain it. It's getting hot. <laughs> <laughs> and zipping this is really going to help, right? <laughs> then I get too cold. Okay, so it is in Bear Valley, and it's a very long training session for this. I didn't do it last year, this last year. I did it the year before. I was going through a breakup. I was I moved. I was like, I need to do something crazy. Mm-hmm. And then this thing happened. And um, my original partner got injured. So then I had this new partner. Didn't even know her. But I knew her daughter from the before and after school program. So I teamed up with her. Didn't really know what I was getting myself into. Um, so basically, it's um, an overnight challenge. So you don't really know what to expect the day of. Um, you can't have any electronics, no phone, no anything. You have a compass and a map, and you're Wait, no electronics? You can't, like, have... Nope. Compass and a map. Mm-hmm. Compass, map, so I learned how to orienteer. Like, we got... We literally got dropped off in Livermore somewhere by uh, Angel's husband, who taught us how to orienteer, and he put out points, and we had to figure our way out of, like, this area, like, find points. And we slept overnight in our sleeping bag. That was it. We had our backpacks of stuff, and we had to find all these points. And then in the morning, we had to learn how to uh, make a um, a waterproof bag just in case you had to go across the lake. And sure enough, we had to go across the lake. That was one of the first things we had to do. We were given life vests, and we had to we had a tarp, rope, 
we had to wrap it all up. <laughs> Sounds so exciting. Sounds like a yeah. TV show. Like, so I, exciting. But yeah, 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 we, we went across the lake. The lake was actually warmer than, like, the weather outside. Like, it was actually really nice to go in the lake. And so um, then you start hiking some more, and then there's a challenge right there. You, like, we had to make a, um, what is it called? I'm blinking. Basically, it was two poles. We had to use our tarp and put sandbags on them and carry them 250 meters around all these trees, and it was timed. Then we had to, um, it was a 100-pound sandbag or ball, and we had to put it over a five-foot wall as many times as possible. And... um, yeah. This is all in, in one. The 20, it was like, it, well, it could be like 32 hours, yeah. something like that. And um, at night you have to orienteer. So you have your headlamp. You haven't bathed. You're just like, we had a kayak. We There was a lot that happened. Hmm. My wife yeah. already said, yeah. She's like, why don't you just do it with Roxanne? And I was like, <laughs> Who I'm trying to, Jenny. And I'm like, I'm trying to, but she's trying to work through some mental issues. Yeah. <laughs> I've only known Roxanne since October. Oh, yeah, we yeah. haven't known each other yeah. that long. Oh, that's yeah. cool. Yeah, the yeah. first, like, week that I met her, I met her prior, but then, like, the next week, I was like, you want a podcast? She's like, sure. And then within the month of October, we had over, like, 80 hours of talk time with Sheesh. each other. Sheesh, October's a great month. Yeah, it was a real deep dive of, like, yeah. like we would get here, like, 6 o'clock or 7.30, we, and there were a couple of days we didn't leave till like, 1 o'clock in the morning. Yeah, just, yeah. like, talking. My wife was texting, like, what the hell's going <laughs> on? Yeah. I, <laughs> then they met, and she was like, oh, she's, like, your people. Like, that's your yeah. creative art. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. It's pretty crazy, because people were like, who's this Kevin guy? Like, he popped out of nowhere. Yeah. I was like, I know. I don't really know what's happening right now. <laughs> but I started this thing where it's, like, when people give you an opportunity and it's a positive one or you don't know where it's going to go, just go with it. Yeah. So I was like, all right, I don't know this guy and we're in this weird place, but all right, <laughs> we'll see. No, but really, it's like like what you were saying, you're like something just felt right. Yeah. It's kind of how I go along with things. I'm like, all right, well, that's how I got into like the Omni thing and the childcare. I was like, something feels right about this. I'm just going to take a risk and go for it. Yeah. It's not going to... What's the worst that's gonna happen? Yeah, you're gonna have an w- interesting experience. Yeah, like, All right. or have a mental breakdown and go. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's but I mean, it, right? but that happens too, right? Yeah. I mean, and then you learn from it, and yeah. then you move on. Better to have a mental breakdown doing something that you tried that you wanted to intentionally try, as yeah. opposed to having a mental breakdown of not doing anything. Yeah, you're just sitting anything. frozen. Yeah. yeah, like the analysis or how, paralysis. How much longer do we have? Stuff. I don't know. Are I think done? we're done. I don't know. Yeah. yeah, unless you want to talk about something <laughs> well, else. Well, no, is it going to keep going or does it stop right at a Dude, hour? that's, no, it doesn't, it just goes. Oh, we I just go. I don't know why I thought it was just yeah. cut off. No, we okay. just go. Start to hear noise. Yeah, and for those of you watching, like the lights keep going down and I just can't figure them out. So we'll figure <laughs> them out. That's just the way it day. goes. <laughs> one day we'll ask people, but, um, but yeah, I guess I guess to, to round this up because I know we're gonna have another podcast this year. I, I know it. Um, <laughs> unless you like, you're like, no, that sucked. Absolutely not no. doing it anymore. Um, what's oh, some, where can gosh. people find you? And like, let us know what's something that you like actually want to do like this year that you want to kind of leave out there. Um, um, well, so I'm at the 25 Fitness and Livermore. 
Uh, my hours are Monday through Friday. I used to be Saturday, but I'm taking that institute class. Um, 6 a.m. to 8 at night, so I'm at the gym all the time. Can I ask you a question about that? Are you yeah. going to stay at 24 hour, or do you see well, yourself? Well, so that's the thing. So, <laughs> well, like, like how you said another thing, day. Round, no, round two. We're no, like how two. you said um, something just feels right, or like if it's a yeah. good opportunity, why not do it? I don't know. I always feel like that's kind of how my life goes. I like, um, like for instance, mistakes. I'll do something once and then I'll never do it again. Like I feel like I have to almost do it once, something to fail, and then I'll never do it again. Um, and then like for this opportunity, um, I feel like I'll know somebody who knows somebody else, and then maybe I'll move or maybe I'll go to a different city or whatever. But right now, there's kind of like no reason for me to leave. Mm-hmm. Um, I've kind of left my mark there, and I feel like. I could keep leaving my mark there just because um, there's so many new people that I haven't met. Like, I'll, I'll see you because I'll see you, but I'm still shy. Like, I'm still me who I am. So there's tons of people that I haven't met at the gym yet still that I could still impact their lives. Um, I'll be at the, the mall, and they'll be like, oh, don't you work at the gym? And I'll be like, yeah. And they'll be like, oh, my friend trained with you. She said that you taught her this and you taught her that. Oh, She's cool. like, so now I do that in the gym. And I'm just like, oh. Don't even remember your friend, but yeah, you're welcome. Like, um, but yeah, no, I mean, there's no reason for me to leave now. But like I said, if there's an opportunity that I feel like it feels right, then who knows? Yeah, <laughs> that's journey. just kind of we right talk now. about our story a lot, and actually, he introduced me to what's your story, and and now I use it a lot. Like that's part of your journey, that's part of your story. So, yeah, and and keeps... I keep forgetting I'm so young, not so young, but I'm young. Like, I started when I was 21, or 19, when I, when I, this is when You're I started still training. Young. Like, we're all still young. Yeah, yeah, I'm we're 36, all still and I'm learning. like, man, I'm probably not going to live for another 10 years. However, like, I'm still young. Oh, in stop the span saying of that. Life. I'm still young. <laughs> I'm, like, Wait, what? I'm 25 forever. Yeah. Why are you? Mm-hmm. That's cool. Yeah. Keep telling. Cool story, bro. <laughs> Anyways, going back to what Kevin <laughs> asked you, and then I interrupted because I was so curious. You, so about they could find you at Twenty Four Fitness yeah, Monday through Friday. Um. Yeah, and I, I really want to do something that I want to get done this year and kind of put myself out there is to do something more with women and kids. Um, I have a friend who lives in LA, um, and she does like a nonprofit kind of. I mean, I don't really know what to call it, and I hope she doesn't listen to this because I don't know what, like what she calls it. But it's called um, light work. So she like the last thing that really inspired me to kind of do like a fitness thing with the women that she's helped is she went to the Alexandria House in in uh, Los Angeles, and it's just a house of women and their their children who are either going for job interviews, don't have a job. Um, their kids are in school and they're still trying to get back on their feet. So what she did for them is she did like a beauty day. Um, oh, so she cool. brought clothes in. People donated clothes, shoes. Uh, they had their makeup done. They had dinner with them. Mm-hmm. Um, so I told her, I said, have you ever thought about doing like a fitness one? Because getting a job, I mean, you want to be feel good, look good, be mm-hmm. confident that way. And I said, and fitness can really do that for people. And if they don't know how, I was like, I'd love to help them do that. And she's like, oh, I love that idea. So she is working with some people right now. And what she wants to do is she wants me to uh, work with fitness for them. And then she wants to do like a massage thing for them after. Um, so yeah, so I want to do more of that. I want to do more of just kind of helping people and more like things like this and just kind of community stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So 
so and a little bit of networking and things yeah. like that because I don't know how to do that either so <laughs> I feel like I don't know growing up too with my when my parents were together my dad had this aspect of like what you say not that it doesn't mean anything or how you feel doesn't I don't care how you feel because I'm the boss like I'm the so I always felt like what I had to say didn't matter or nobody wanted to hear so now that I'm older I've realized that people want to hear what I have to say so I have no problem talking now um my dad too I mean he's gotten so much better with that but yeah so he's more like I'll listen to your opinion I respect it but here's my opinion so I think I think he's learned that too through this yeah. whole process but yeah I want to I want to talk more and just kind of because you never really know who needs to hear what you have to say that's all you have to do sometimes is most of the time is just show up yeah. just say yes yeah. i always tell people it's like just say yes just yeah. show up because yeah. you just never know like every time the people don't ask and every time i've ever asked somebody to do something or asked for help or like they just never not help yeah people like want to help and so as long as i've I continue to ask, or other people continue to ask, I want to continue to help people as well. Yeah, and you never are like, oh, they wouldn't want to help. Like, oh, why, why should I ask? I went to an event thinking I didn't need help, but I ended up needing a lot of help, and then he was next to me, and I was like, I have a lot of work to do, and he heard me say that when I thought I was whispering it, and here I am. Hey. <laughs> she might have just been whispering it, and I might have just made it up in my head. <laughs> but she didn't recognize me, and I didn't recognize her that night. Like yeah. really, we didn't. We was one of those like, this is weird. But then a week later, she ended up here, and all of a sudden, it was like, oh, there you go, bam. Here we are. Here we are. How many weeks later? Weeks I know. Later. Well, Much thank you later. for coming on. Do you have a um, Facebook or yeah. Instagram? I actually don't. She stays off of social have, media. Is, well, I have Instagram, but I don't have Facebook. Yeah, that's fine. I feel like it's too much. Mm-hmm. I don't fine. know. It's like, but I have Instagram. Yes, I have Instagram. That's a whole other story. <laughs> She's a different... She is not a Facebook demographic. She's an Instagram demographic. Uh, and she needs to be a LinkedIn demographic because she knows what she's talking about and that professional aspect. The... If you go back and look at the demographic of people that you've trained and that are wanting to help you, you may find that a lot of them are actually professionals on LinkedIn. Oh, yeah. Tons of them. And so there's a huge opportunity on there via social that's very professional. It's yeah. not like Facebook and there's a great opportunity there. So yeah. There's, we'll talk no, about that there's a ton. I mean, <laughs> I wanted to be in the gym at 6 a.m. because I was like, this is where the money makers, this is the time they work out. Smart. I was like, I need to be surrounded around these people. Super smart. <laughs> Yeah, these are the grown ones. Yeah. That all have problems, too. Yeah. We've all got problems. <laughs> yeah. so. And a story. Well, yeah. thank cool. you so much for coming on. Yeah, really you. appreciate this it. This was awesome. Yeah, and so for everybody listening, thanks for listening. And you can find us at Digital Legacy Podcast on uh, iTunes and uh, Spotify. And, uh, we're on Cast Spotify? Record. Yeah. Oh, and, that's cool. Uh, <laughs> we're on Anchor and Facebook. You can also go to KevinApple.com there and subscribe to all the podcasts from there. And yeah, we'll just continue on. That's cool. another thing. Yeah. All right, time. we'll see you guys all later. <laughs> yes, yes, we'll have you again. So fun. Thank Roxanne. you, Karen. <laughs> <Roxanne>. <laughs>